Hey guys, welcome to number 156 ever episode of a Wiz Talk with Chase. I'm Chase Gomer and today we're back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. And today we are going to be recapping the Wizards at Lakers game and previewing the Wizards at Trailblazers game. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you do subscribe, follow, share, review. I do want to let you know for the Cool Sports Network, we are starting a bracket challenge tournament for March Madness. I will leave the link in that in the description, the brackets do come out tomorrow, so once they do come out, you will have until the first game on Thursday for March Madness to get your picks in. The winner will get a shout-out on Cool Sports Network, Wiz Talk with Chase, and get a personal email from me. The second-place winner will get a shout-out on both of these podcasts as well. So, um, yeah, please click the link below to be able to compete in our bracket tournament challenge. But if we do, I do want to get into this right now. Another game at DNP for Thomas Bryant. Uh, which was definitely interesting. But the main thing in this game, 50 piece from LeBron. <sighs> Some, they just sometimes need to take a big, deep breath when you realize that LeBron James put up 50. 5-0. This weird team is on the good spot right now. They're two and a half games behind, and they just behind the plan, and they don't just seem to be that same team. Now, good game from Kispert. Even though he was a minus 20, 21 points, 5-11 from three, he was a really valuable piece. Problem was, no one could really have a positive plus minus. I mean, Hachimura played. It was really Hachimura. Hachimura had a great game. Two of three from downtown, 15.6 rebounds, one assist, one steal. But the simple fact was, when LeBron was out of the game, the Wizards were even. When LeBron was in the game, they would, I mean, LeBron's plus minus is a plus 22. I mean, there's such a big difference there. And even Russell Westbrook didn't play to close the game. We didn't close the game. Tomas Sadoransky also played good. I got to give him some credit. Daniel Gafford didn't play great, but I do think he's going to have a good game tonight. And I'll break that down a little bit more in the preview. It's just a simple fact that the Wizards, I feel like, do not know what they're doing sometimes. And I think they're, they know what they're doing. They don't know what they're going to try to execute on the play. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I was not happy with this performance. A uh, good game for Porzingis. Uh, inefficient. Well, actually, it was an okay game. I mean, when you look at, I, I really loved his rebounding is what I was going to say. 14 rebounds. And then getting a steal and a block, two assists as well. He's now up to five assists, three games with the Wizards. But three of 13 from the field for someone who's 7-3 is absolutely unacceptable when only three of those attempts are three-pointers. Something I have liked about Porzingis so far in D.C. is he has drawn a lot of fouls and he is making those free throws. He shot eight of eight, another good, efficient free throw day from him. But yet again, he was also a minus 12. And, and, and that was honestly the story right there. The Wizards have a lot of improving to do. They only made a third of their three-pointers, only two-thirds of their free throws, forty-six around 46% of the field. But the Lakers just play better. And to be honest, it was all LeBron James. i got to give him full credit. Six of nine from downtown. That's not something LeBron James does a lot. And I think that explains the Wizards' three-point defense. Now they need to get better in that category if they do want to stop players like LeBron James. But 57 and 6 with 1 plus 22, 18 and 25 from the field, 6 of 9 for 3, 88 from the free throw line. I mean, how do you stop that? So, the Wizards didn't play good, but you can't take full blame on LeBron James going full LeBron James mode. I don't To me, this game could have gone much, much better. Uh, I think the Wizards could have played much, much better. 
but at the same token, it's like, what are you possibly supposed to do? And the Lakers ran a small ball lineup, which means with someone who's 7-3 and someone who's 7-1, you should be able to dominate the paint. Well, they didn't dominate the paint, and that's another thing. Is it seems like they can't dominate the paint even when they have the height. The Lakers had more points in the paint, 56-52. to 52. So It seems like the height doesn't matter for them. Wizards have a lot to improve on, and they just have to get better. And they actually have to do it really fast, like, like really, really, really fast. Because if not, this is going to be a long, long end of the season, and you could be seeing a top five pick from the Wizards if they get good lottery odds. But that's not something I want right now. You know, like that's not what I want currently. You know what I want to see? I want to see this team win. And 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 last night they did not, they did not show that. Well, quick reacting to the fantasy points. I right, LeBron James getting 65 to 80 fantasy points. He got 84. I right, Kyle Kuzma getting 50 to 55 fantasy points. He got 24. I right, Russell Westbrook getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. He got 22. I right, Kristaps Porzingis getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. He got 33. And I right, could Caldwell Pope getting 30 to 35 fantasy points. He got three. Really bad. I did get that one correct though. So the Wizards are 29 and 36. I am 35 and 30, I'm pretty sure. So pretty decent record. Let's see if I can improve to that in my prediction today between the Wizards and the Trailblazers. You know how we start off around here. We start off with the injuries. Porzingis is resting this game. He will not play back to back due to his re injury. Knee injury. He is out. Beal is out for the Blazers. Eric Bledsoe, Joe Ingles, Damian Lillard, Nas Little, Hidi Lozada. Yusuf Nurkic, Anthony Simons, and Justice Winslow are all out for this game. If you also want to see my preview article for this game, check out chasesportsnews.com. It will be on the NBA section of the website. Moving on to my prediction, I have the Wizards winning 111 to 101. Starting off with my Coburn's catch, I think the Wizards will win because of their three-point shooting. Portland has the worst three-point shooting defense in the league with a 37% opponent three-point percentage allowed. The Wizards have also had great three-point shooters, including Kuzma, Caldwell, Pope, and Hachimura, especially recently, which has led the Wizards shooting 41% from deep since the trade deadline. Also, considering who the Blazers are missing, like I just mentioned, the Wizards will get their first win on their West Coast trip by double-digit points. Moving on to spread time. Wizards minus 6.5, Blazers plus 6.5, over under 221. I would pick the Wizards and I would pick the under. I have 212 points, and I think this will be a little more lower scoring, mainly because, I don't know, to me it will be a little bit more lower scoring because I just, I don't know, it, the Wizards don't have great offense, and the Blazers are missing so many players. I don't see this being a high-scoring game like that. Uh, so, again, I have 212 points. Uh, I have Wizards, my spread, I have Wizards minus 8, Blazers plus 8, over under 215.5. I would pick the under, and I would pick the Wizards. Moving on to Fantasy Outlook, I have Kyle Kuzma getting 55 to 60 fantasy points. I have Daniel Gaffer getting 45 to 50 fantasy points. I have Josh Hart getting 30 to 35 fantasy points. And I have Drew Ebanks getting 10 to 15 fantasy points. What punctuation do you put on that percentage? I'm going to give this percentage a period. I think ESPN giving the Wizards a 60.2% chance of winning is very reasonable. While the Blazers are missing a lot of talent, the Wizards are also missing Porzingis and have lost their last two games. This will be this will be a double digit point win for the Wizards. Uh, this will be a double digit point win for the Wizards, though. So that percentage makes sense. Last but not least, who you got? Kyle Kuzma will be the best player on the floor tonight. Kuzma, Kuzma has shot 
36.5% from three since the trade deadline and has averaged 22, 9, and 6 in the same stretch. Kuzma is simply the Wizards' best player and will be the who you got player of the game with a stat line that looks like 34 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks, 56% field goal shooting. I keep talking about the Wizards' three-point shooting. We'll learn more about that. Check out my ChaserSportsNews.com preview article. Quick preview here. I mean, the Blazers could win. The Wizards are coming off a back-to-back. And the Wizards have been, haven't been playing well recently. And Porzingis is out. But at the same time, I also don't see... And the Blazers won their last matchup against the Wizards. But I just don't see a Blazers team with this many injuries. Really, I, I, there are some players that will probably come off the bench that I've seen very little play. Um, so, you know, I, I, you know, with the Blazers injuries, I just can't see them winning this game. But I can see it being close. Wizards on a back-to-back on the West Coast trip without arguably your best player. You know, at least for now with Theo out. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, and view. Enjoy the game tonight. And of course, as always, I'll see you next time. Peace.